On today's episode of Chilling with the Euclids, it is our pleasure to have Famobi Dick. We talk about life, we talk about death, and a few things in between. Listen. So how did you get into, what drove you to uh, crypto Twitter? And this is a dumb generic question, and I'm just trying to get the ball rolling. So uh, let's start with that. Um, So I've been on Twitter for, you know, several years, had, you know, uh, breaks on and off that I would be on it. And I was kind of there to, uh, I guess, stay up to date with the tech startup scene. had you know mostly use facebook uh, a little bit more consistently but um got involved in crypto uh and um had started out on facebook with the facebook groups and then um got hooked up with west post that's run by bruce hunt he's an early bitcoiner and um started contributing live video for them and uh I just it left a bad taste in my mouth because there's so many trolls on Facebook and uh, it, I mean I know it's on Twitter too but it's a lot easier to ignore on Twitter and uh, Facebook is more of a place that I'm putting personal things on and you know conversing with my family and sharing things with my family right so um, I came to crypto Twitter to kind of um, resort to some of that anonymity and uh i felt like the content was better it was something i enjoyed more uh here right right and i agree with that um although i can't speak about facebook because i never set up a facebook because i have zero desire to contact have any contact with anybody from my past uh because uh, other than you know meeting my wife uh was probably the only uh good thing that's in my past right now Aww. it's true I have, I, I, I'm, I'm literally like if I could not you know you can't take away your past but you can remove the people in your life that aren't there to toxic people yeah yeah that's yeah. agreed that's, that, that falls right in line with what I was doing I came to crypto twitter kind of to escape uh, a lot of the you know not not that I'm haunted by my past or anything, but there's people that I associated with that maybe I'm not, you know, um, exactly proud of. And right. it was kind of getting away from that and focusing more on what I want to be talking about rather than right. my past. Right. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and Twitter, you're right, it does allow you to kind of be who you want to be somehow even though we're all avatars and things and we're all you know somewhat anonymous um we for some reason are able to just excel on there and and thrive and and be creative and you know it's just amazing how that the twitter allows you to do that absolutely yeah you're not gonna to my in my opinion you're not gonna be able to build a network anywhere um the way that you can on Twitter. I mean, it's as simple as putting somebody's, you know, at tag um, up and, and starting conversation with them. If you um, are um, sincere in, in, in that, I think that uh, that it, it there's no 
there's no comparison as far as social networks go. Right, and you said something that yeah, it just it just, it just kind of clicked, it sparked with me that yeah, it is a it's a way to network with like-minded people and maybe even unlike-minded people but you connect on certain things and then maybe you could even change your ways of thinking or their ways of thinking on, on subjects and but yeah you're right all you have to do is at someone and you immediately have a conversation going with them and you bring in a group or you know your crew or your squad and uh, but sometimes I feel like lately what's happening with me is I've been focusing on you know a certain group of people on Twitter and I feel like I'm neglecting some of the other people out there that kind of I you know connected with and I think that that's something that I need to work on is not getting too over focused with you know just certain you know groups does that make any sense yeah absolutely you have to um, remain dynamic and um, open and and uh, you know uh, pay attention to the ones that you started off with I think that that's absolutely true um, it's it is easy to fall into a certain sector um, a group, uh, you know, a, a little gang, or you know, even these crypto cults, right. and get sucked into that. But uh, if 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 you remain dynamic, you've got what it takes to really um, push the envelope yeah. with this with this tool. Right. Exactly. Um, I I had a thought, but I completely lost it. And I think this is because of like some of my uh, issues, but. Um, we were talking about during the episode, the second episode that we just did. We were talking about these these cult-like followings and things, and uh, there was you know some some drama happening with a certain altcoin, and um, you know I we we kind of covered it on the episode, so maybe we don't need to get too much into it on this one, but um, yeah, I'm completely I've completely faded out now. I don't know where I'm what I was talking about. <laughs> No. That's all good. Yeah. I have no clue. Um You said something that was cult cult following? No. Huh? Wasn't the cult following thing. <laughs> <sighs> Let's just It'll sit here for a second and just sort of breathe. Yep. Are we gonna do take a deep some, breath in? Take some good uh breaths. Yeah. I think I'm literally like exhausted. I've been going so hard, you know. You have. Man, I was trying to get you to go to bed last night. Like, I see you and you're just doing like a million things at once, so. That's how he works. Yeah. Well, it, I, yeah, last night I, um, I kind of lost it a little bit, but I had such a fun time with the, with the birds thing. And, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I do that to, you know trick myself into not being depressed is what i what i i think what i'm doing and but luckily my wife is reminding me that you know just because you're not going 100% of the time all the time that doesn't mean you're going to fall back into like a depression yeah it's hard to it's hard when you have those goals and that sort of drive to be patient also right um, you think that you think that you're not performing or or uh procrastinating it's, it's not quite the case you do need to take breaks it's it's imperative and um, I had to do it uh, uh, 
earlier this year for about you know most of the month of january i stepped away from looking at charts all day and doing fundamental analysis it's just you have to do it so yeah that's, that's something to think of yeah you're right and um you know i kind of got uh i stumbled upon twitter and it's sort of like it's so weird that that where i am right now because um it's like i just happened to stumble across twitter and now here i am doing a podcast with my wife and i'm interviewing you and it's it's kind of blowing my mind and i'm so like happy and and beside myself with joy that somehow the universe or god or whatever you want to call it uh, has made it happen this way a little bit of destiny yeah definitely well we were talking uh the other day about um i don't know how i want to segue into this because this is quite a jump and i don't know if we should just go right into it you you had spoken to me about you had it wasn't a near-death experience you actually were dead are you yes are you uh wanting to talk about that yeah absolutely it's something that uh it changed my life so it's important for me to share with others and and kind of let them in on it whether or not they want to um, believe it or not that's up to them i don't much care but uh, either way I, I feel good sharing about it so awesome that's awesome well go ahead and tell your story so um in 2010 um i met my wife and married her in june and uh, moved her onto the uh, military installation that we, I was stationed at and um, at the time was kind of a, a wild child a little bit uh, involved in um, drugs and alcohol and uh, was you know experimenting with the synthetic marijuana oh. and uh, we had bought some uh, for a weekend and had a couple of my service buddies come over and drank pretty heavily and uh you know got to smoking this stuff and um i went into a seizure i was sitting on the couch watching a movie um let's see what movie was that idiocracy i think it was hmm. and uh sitting on the couch and my wife was there one of my buddies was still there and uh went into the seizure and started uh uh, I guess running like through the air I like flipped over the back of the couch and seized for a while stopped breathing um, wow wow and it, when all uh, you know I'd come to find these facts out later when all this was happening I uh, felt like I was being uh, essentially crushed into you see like these videos of going through a vortex or whatever but I felt like I was being crushed through the smallest vortex you can imagine there was all kinds of crazy sound and um when that was i guess when i passed through that uh i um want to say that i saw a bunch of angels and um was told certain things and i, I don't really want to share that but that's that's kind of right. personal to me yeah. but um it was it was certainly an experience and for um several weeks after after this like it was kind of all i could think about um it, it consumed me but when i came to um you know i had third degree burns on my body from where i was seizing on the carpet and 
um, just it was just it was life-changing because I obviously never experienced anything like that before but um, also was because my wife stood with me um, or not stood with me but she was there for me during this time I mean they never called the ambulance or anything because my uh, roommate was really scared he was gonna get in trouble for the drugs but um, right. I made it out of it and uh, spent the rest of that day just kind of re resting and trying to wrap my head around what had happened and even even now i kind of feel like i don't have a full grasp of what went down but um how, it, how okay so can i start with the first question go ahead okay just out of curiosity why synthetic marijuana um, I was in the military, and was, at uh, that point, they hadn't developed any kind of testing for it. Gotcha. So to avoid, um, um, you know, Detection. failing a drug yeah. test and, yeah. and being kicked out of the military and losing the benefits that I had, that was that was something. And I had actually never even smoked uh, marijuana um, until I got out of the military. So it was kind of a, a, a brand new thing for me. And so, okay, so were your your friends that were there and wife and your wife they did they they witnessed you unconscious for a certain period of time? Correct. Yeah, it was about forty five minutes that I was oh, out. God, I was gone. Were you and, and did they no. verify you weren't breathing? Yeah, not breathing. Why uh, the fuck didn't they call the ambulance? I'm sorry. Uh. I, I they told my, my it was just one friend that I had there and he uh, you know begged and pleaded with my wife not to do anything because he was worried he was gonna get in trouble I don't yeah that's that didn't I mean yeah that's uh, that's crazy that's crazy yeah I can only imagine how terrible it was for her wanting I, to yeah yeah I would have done it anyways fuck yeah. the friend <laughs> yeah fuck your friend sorry to say that and I understand in your wife's defense if she's got a man sitting there telling her no you're not going to call the ambulance because sure. I'm afraid I'm going to go to jail or right. go to jail so uh, there's no fault in your wife no, in that situation at all but well, I say I say friend but I mean obviously not friend not a friend yeah not a friend not a friend anymore yeah. question somebody mark? that you yeah it's not a friend anymore <laughs> okay well, that's a absolutely like I almost kind of had a little bit of a mini panic attack when you're telling me that because that feeling that you described, I've felt that before. Um, I have these problems where I um, I can't talk about or look at or see blood or needles, and I'm kind of getting a little wheezy, uh, queasy thinking about it. But I go into a um, and it's nothing compared to what you went through, and I'm not trying to compare. But when you talk about you know everything feeling like crushing, like when I go into a, um, I have like a, it's almost like a seizure. Would you he describe? He does. He it? has seizures. He goes into a complete seizure also with needles. Like a patty, Wakes up and then vomits. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's the feeling. It feels like um, I don't. I can't even describe it. But you did a pretty good job. Of kind of like the feeling I get where you're, you feel like you're just being like crushed down to nothing and you kind of it's like a rebooting a rebooting of your brain in a way is kind of how I described it it's like everything just kind of shuts down and um, I kind of like wake up as I'm rebooting but I don't understand what's happening and um, 
but yeah, I'm trying to identify with with what you experienced. But did you 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 said that you definitely felt the presence of others? Yeah, and um, I don't I, I say angels because they were like bright beings, right? Um, kind of uh, almost shapeless. Uh, you know, you could tell it was the form of something that almost looked human, but not really. And um, they. Uh, were you know gathered around me and uh, wow. uh, there's not a whole lot of other detail I can tell you about that but I mean that's that's one of the visions that really stuck with me after I came to and well, that's amazing about it. that's amazing Are you just say what everything what like everything I say you say yes pretty yeah. much <laughs> well My, I mean there's kind of no words really to, this, it is. to really you know spine chilling yeah yeah, it's thinking about it and even talking about it now, I still get the same feelings that I had for the weeks after it happened. Like it's, it, I don't even know how to describe it. Just, yeah, when you uh, talk about it, it, just takes you back, I guess. Yeah. Do you do you associate these feelings, these experiences, with uh, a a calm, a ple, ple, uh, pleasant, or is it more of a a scary, uneasy feeling? Um, it's, a uh, enlightening and, um, how else would I say that? It's, um, it makes me feel a, a certain peace, I guess, uh, to put it simply. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's very, that's very cool. Um... Yeah, I'm kind of at no words here because this is actually extremely amazing, and that uh, I, I mean, I'm kind of. Well, nevertheless, that brought your wife and you closer together. Yes, absolutely. And uh, the funny thing is, is, my wife has had seizures um, all her life growing, uh, growing up, and uh, she had her last one a year after we got married. She's never had another seizure, and she's. So, you know, just weaned herself off her medication and everything. So, oh, that's great. Yeah. We, that's awesome. We, um, just to kind of give your listeners a little bit background, I was raised Christian, um, very strict Christian home, and uh, I was kind of the black sheep. I was the rebel that would go out and do all the crazy stuff and uh, didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to the teaching that you know i was brought up with but um right. and i still you know there's still things i disagree with i'm i'm just naturally going to question uh things that don't make sense to me um right, right. but uh i do have a, a faith and i do have a belief in uh and i guess a god yeah um, i i feel um it's important for people to have so i agree I agree with that. Yeah, we, I mean, we might have different beliefs too, but we believe in something. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think you can't. You know, I used to not believe in anything, and that's when I was lost. Um, you know, I guess like seven or eight months ago, I didn't believe in anything. I just thought we were just uh, bugs, you know, on a on a ball flying through space. But and now I, it's not that I just believe; it's that I know that there is something larger than us, you know, and you can call it the universe, you can call it God, or you can call it whatever you want to, but there is something that's in charge. Yeah. 
absolutely that's that's kind of my feeling it's um you don't have to even call it god you can call it whatever you want but there's certainly something that um put order to all of this so right i agree a lot of people like to um you know and i'm not saying i don't believe in evolution there is uh, obviously aspects of evolution that are true but if you put the parts to a rolex bag in a bag you know and it's all disassembled and you shake it for a hundred trillion years you're not going to end up with a rolex watch so there's there is something that, that organized all of this yeah, I think that um, there's still questions out there that, that, that no one has the answers to, and no one knows anything. And I, that's something I keep seeing uh, on crypto Twitter, and we'll come back to that, that the, the, the God's honest truth to it all is really no one knows. Uh, but we all have a belief. We all have, uh, well, some of us do, not, not everyone, us. but we all, the, the true one, the, tr the enlightened ones, uh, have you know something that we all sort of uh, cling to, which is hope, and that this isn't just all some chaos accident. That there is a you know a a, a plan here, and I'm not trying to get you know too religious because I'm not I don't I'm not a person that uh, gets into religion too heavily. I I kind of shy away from that sort of stuff, but um, I do believe that there is some sort of plan, and that we are part of it. And that's absolutely, yeah. I, I, I agree to that 100%. Uh, the people that are become um, these, you know, uh, cultists or maximalists, they only have one way of thinking, and that gets them tunnel vision. And that, that's that's absolutely not what you're supposed to be doing, in my opinion. You, you should be open and and learning. Uh, that's yes. the main thing is learning. Yeah, and uh, tolerant of other. I mean, everyone believes in their own thing so we need to be more tolerant exactly yep. yeah agreed and, and that's the that's the uh not trying to shill my own episodes but the last one that i did with crypto gay guy we talked about that a lot and he he told us about some experiences he had as a gay person and some of his friends that were attacked just for being gay and um you know i don't understand people that that can't uh, accept everyone and that's honestly the reason I shy away from, well one of the reasons I shy away from Christianity is because of the fact that they're not inclusive of all people including gay people and not all Christians I'm sure yeah <laughs> that was gonna be my next thing is to say that you know uh, I, I do remain a Christian but uh, I want to be clear that that doesn't mean um, I am going to judge or, or chastise another person based on their beliefs. A, a, an actual Christian, by my definition, is someone um, that is accepting of all those things, but uh, and you know, willing to converse, not to to immediately jump to a conclusion and, and make judgment. Pass and judgment. I think, not, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. My, that's not my place to to do that. So. You know, maybe what what something that I'm ignorant about is the true, uh, the true. What's the word I'm looking for? You know, maybe the 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 teachings of Christianity and things have been so misrepresented. Misrepresented? How's that word? Misrepresented by you know groups and things that are trying to use the power of 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 
being you know part of a, a clique or a, a religion and they've because all I see on the news is is talking about how the right you know the religious right wings and they're anti-gay and they're anti-choice well, we personally have had a lot of negative I think dealings with Christians like we've been told and we don't go out there vocalizing our opinions on anything ever <laughs> usually when people ask us what church we go to we just kind of nod and 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 we've kind of evolved from just saying well you don't have to go to church to worship or to pray or to be connected with something but when we even share that we've been told we're going to hell Oh, gee. Yeah, that's kind of what we're dealing with. Well, I mean, I've, I've faced it too, even though I'm, I am Christian and um, I do believe, you know, in, in a God and some of the, you know, moral teachings that come from the Bible and a lot of what the Bible has to say. Um, I don't go to church. I don't believe that you need to um, be going to church every Sunday. That's not going to get you where you, th you know, thinking you're going. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and even, you know, even in my own family, I take, I take some slack for that, but, uh, it's important for me to have a personal relationship with, um, Christ and, and, uh, that's more important to me than to, to follow all the old traditions and, uh, right. uh just, I guess keep up with with what's going on at the church because a lot of that turns into um, politics and we all really enjoy that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Religion straight up politics. Yeah. yeah. Well, where do we go from here? Where and I'm not talking about on a conversation. I'm talking about as people. How do we all coexist? Well, we need to practice tolerance. Right. Yep. And acceptance. Yeah. Yep. Not it's... everyone's going to think or feel the same way, and that's okay. Yeah, that's true. And in being acceptant, uh, you know, I today I was I just sent kind of an apology tweet to a guy who I felt like I was mean to, and I don't know why I'm bringing this up right now, but I just felt uh, like I should. Like, I feel like people, you know, we all make mistakes, we all get angry, and we all get, get um, grumpy. And we hurt each other's feelings. And I think that's the, the, the thing that I'm trying to learn is that's okay. It's okay to hurt other people's feelings and it's okay to get your feelings hurt. But the point is don't continue to do it. Acknowledge it, that it's happening and uh, apologize when necessary. And I think if we could all just be open and more honest with each other and connect with our feelings, which is hard for men to do, if we could be more connected with our emotions, and I think we could all coexist better. Is, yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Something I want to add to that is, you know, people don't realize if the world wasn't as diverse as it is, it wouldn't. I mean, you would not enjoy your life at right. all. Good if point. It wasn't, if it was every all cookie cutter and and um, kind of. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. And why is it that we want to? separate and i don't think it's us i don't think it's our generation i think it's our uh, I, I know you're a little bit younger than my wife and i but i feel like we're 
Um, everyone I'm meeting on crypto Twitter seems to all be in that general, you know, ge uh, generation of in the 30s, you know, 40s, maybe 20s. late late 20s. But our parents, for some reason, were so like cut off and 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 um, I mean, what am I? What's the word well, I'm looking for? I think for? that it has to do with a lot of like your psyche. And when you're growing up as a child, you learn things like by social interactions, like oh, the, you're not allowed to express yourself, but you get cues from other people and you think this is how I'm supposed to be. So you kind of suppress yourself right. and kind of throw out this persona. Right. So you're saying that our parents' parents oppressed them. Probably. Right. And then I, I would, our I would parents say more about personally, the go, go ahead, sorry. I would say it's more about the culture that they were in. Look at the connectivity we have today in the world and, and, and uh, compare that to what they were um, dealing with right. growing up. Good point. Ages we were at, you know, they didn't, they didn't see all that we're seeing today. Right. It was more closed off and segregated. So uh, naturally that's going to be what they're comfortable with. Right. Also, males these days have more estrogen. Males have more estrogen. Yes. I can, I can agree to that. <laughs> so maybe they are being more emotional and free with their emotions. Well, then I must have so much estrogen well, you're fucked up. Like, pumping through my veins because I'm so in touch with my emotions. You, you you're not, though. I'm not? No. Oh, I'm not. Well, I think the, the thing about it is it's fear. That's the, the one thing that drove and drives a lot of this uh, segregation that we that our parents and our parents' parents experienced. Like you said, we have access to everything. We can see everything and we can see cultures, other cultures and go, these people are just people just like us. Our parents or our parents' parents didn't see that. They didn't they so therefore maybe they were more afraid of say what, you know, these other cultures were up to. And maybe that's possibly some of it. I don't know. Yeah, and something to compare that to is um, the American, um, the you know, uh, Caucasian takeover of the land that we live in America today. Mm -hmm. How fearful were um, early Americans of, of uh, the Native Americans? I mean, right. And then vice versa. You know, the Native Americans were very afraid of us also. So right. Just a mis misunderstanding, to put it simply. Yeah, and, and and you know, it is like that's a touchy subject. You know, the talking about the white, you know, people taking over the people that were already here. You know, I mean, I'm I'm a Caucasian man, and you know, it's like I just feel horrible that it happened like that. You know, I, I identify with a Native American uh, religion, which is shamanism. That's what keeps me sane. And I, I can't imagine what we did, you know, uh, to those people. It just, it just, uh, it, it's, I, I, it's unfathomable. And it, it just brings me to the fact that throughout time, that's what for some reason we do people are so horrible to other people and i don't understand why and how that happens it's good to also realize how um how unoften that happens if you want you know the bigger picture right look at how many people are doing good to one another as compared to right 
Yeah, YouTube looks huge. at the negative things sometimes. Well, I, I don't... Well, you, it's, it's good to, in a way, also, because to recognize it um, keeps you uh, focused in the right... Um, right. Yes, in the right ways and keeps you from falling prey to being Doing that, that person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, you can't just have your head kind of stuck in the sand or, you know, uh, be comfortably numb all the time. You kind of do need to see the shit in the world and um you know i feel like maybe uh the you know as the older i get and the, the more mature i get and the more able i am to look back and and you know i've i've gone through some personal shit with my childhood and things and but i've you know accepted this the stuff that happened and know that you know stuff bad things happen to everyone and it's not it doesn't define you you know, and that's not the. Um, I guess don't. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm. I'm. It's good. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense to me. That's, that's that's always been a big part of who I am is how I handle adversity and um, what it you know bring what the adversity brings to the person that I am. Um, right. You know, each one of these little trials and tribulations is is some opportunity to grow in some way. That's true. Yeah, and you know, you kind of go back to that thing. If it doesn't uh, kill you, it makes you stronger. And I, I mean, I guess that's pretty, pretty true. And even if you know you end up uh, like Stephen Hawking or some of these other dead? no, not dead. Okay. Like Stephen Hawking before he died. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <That's> so <laughs> yeah. Well, not the current Stephen Hawking, but let's just use Stephen Hawking as an example. <laughs> That homie was in a wheelchair and could literally, I mean, you know, the situation he was in. And yet you see, uh, you know, quotes and stuff from him about if you can't laugh, you know, life, you know what I mean? You got to laugh oh, yeah. at life. Yeah. And I laughed all through your crazy spell. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah. You have to. You have to find the humor in things. It's called comic relief. And there's something to that because laughing and smiling and it, it, it's it's therapy. It's, it's uh, medicine. Absolutely. And I, I think that's why we all connected, you know, our little clique that we have and even the, the larger group of people that we've, that we've uh, you know, seem to all congregate, you know, the funny people, the creative, the artists and stuff. And we're all just kind of just having a ball and, and keeping each other sane. And that's what... And laughing. And laughing. And because if I didn't, you know, I feel like I need this. You know, you've got to have some sort of comic relief, and this is—it's just this whole thing. The way this is all working out is, is beyond, uh, you know, cool. If you ask me. Yeah, yeah. If you if you lose that um, that um, what do I, that attribute of what you're doing, the fun and the joy that you're getting in it, you're not going to do it. You're not going to continue to last. So, I absolutely agree. Where where are we headed? Where are we headed from here? As as a group of uh, crypto enthusiasts, and I'm not talking about our little niche uh, side of the entertainment aspect of it. You know, I'm talking about the crypto people that are on on Twitter and things. Uh, where where I don't know where I'm going with this. I have no I clue. I think you already asked the question. Where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? What's the future? For What's the future hold? 
Skooky wants a map. Somebody <laughs> get him a map. Lay it out for him. <laughs> well, there's, there's a lot of different possibilities for that, but I think that um, the place that we're headed is better than the place we're at today, and that's that's um, optimistic enough for me to want to continue doing it. So, very well said. Yeah, well said. That's good enough for me. I'll take it. I'll take that. I agree. It's there's absolutely nowhere to go from here but up, and even if it's a, a small amount, it's it's worth it. And you know, I feel like that. Um, yeah, we're like we talked about. There's a reason that we're all here talking. There's a reason that uh, I'm doing this show. There's a reason that we've all met, and I think that reason is just to make us all better, make the world better, make a better place for our kids. And uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. Same here. I'm I'm doing a lot of what I do um, is is centered around my family. That's not, you know one of the more important things in my life, if not the most important, and uh, to build. Uh, a bright future for my little girls that's i mean Aww. how do you how do you um put anything above that i mean in right. my opinion you can't so right i think that's the point isn't it isn't it the point to you know makes make it better for our kids i mean you know not everyone has kids not everyone is uh, has the you know the ability to have them or I'm, I'm trying to say that we're lucky that we have our our children and there's some of people maybe listeners out there for whatever reason you know maybe they they can adopt though i mean they could yeah, yeah. and even then i mean it's not necessarily having children it's it, you know we talked about um going through tough times and and um I don't think that when when somebody goes through that, they don't wish it upon anybody else. So it's in their best interest to um, try and avoid a situation that would put that on somebody else. So right. Well, what do you know? What what about our country? Let's talk about that. I know we're going to talk about religion now. Let's talk about politics. And I don't. I'm not trying to ask people what side they're on or anything. But what the fuck are we going to do about this asshole that's in the White House? Just saying. Just saying. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's it's any one person to blame. I think it's the. It's like you said. It's a generational thing. You've got um, some patience to be had in waiting for this generation that has that fear uh, of. Fear of different culture and, and things unknown. We've we've got to wait for them to, um, I die. guess either die die Aww. off or or yeah. um, or you know become become less self conscious. Right to the point where, and that's that's we're we're already beginning to see it. I think in politics. The, yeah, I agree. The change is coming. And it's inevitable, and even you know, even that uh, factor kind of, um, I think, strikes fear in some of this older generation. They're they're losing their grip, and that makes them want to tighten it even more. Right. Um, but it's not going to remain that way forever. So we just we have to practice patience and and uh, keep keep going in the direction we're going we're going to be just fine i think the word i'm picking up 
on the most of what you're saying is patience, which is not my strong suit. And it's something I'm learning. And the point is, you know, I'm I'm fearful. It's just it's ingrained in me. Just as it's just what I was taught, and it's because of shit that I experienced. But uh, learning that everything is going to be okay, and actually believing it, which I've, I'm getting to that point now. It's the only reason I'm here right now, is because I've realized that shit is going to be okay. And uh, I think if you just can hold on to that and not be afraid, and there's that word again, it's fear. Yeah, well, fear is a negative emotion. So you have to overcome your negative emotions. Why are you pointing at the microphone? Because you need to talk to the microphone, not me. Well, I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. Buddy. She's coming through loud and clear. Thank you. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is, um, you know, I don't know what the thing is. I think it's just, um, let's just keep doing what we're doing, really. You know, let's just yep. keep doing this, and and we're gonna stumble, and we're gonna we're gonna fall, and we're gonna cry, and we're gonna laugh, and we're gonna do all those things, uh, and we're gonna succeed, and we're gonna fail, and you know, but we're the point is that we're doing something. Yeah, I, I like to refer to one of my favorite movies, uh, Finding Nemo. Dory <laughs> says, or they they say just keep swimming. So, right, right. Gotta keep it's, swimming. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Just keep swimming, because when you stop swimming, you die, I guess. Yep, exactly. Or fall. Or fall, yeah. Well, is that, is that why you chose your av- your avatar, the whale? I'm just curious. Is that, um, or is, how did that come about? Uh, well, that was kind of just a play on Moby Dick. It's a, a movie that I always loved, and yeah. um, it kind of worked out right, and I'm a... I was born on the coast of Oregon, so um, docks myself a little bit there, but uh, always been kind of bound to the ocean and the tides. And um, I think I mentioned to you that I uh, sailed a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Um, that's just a big part of my life. And yeah. You know, kind of. Same Also here. played a little bit of a part in my persona that's or my brand that's on Twitter. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way with um, the water. I'm connected to it. I don't live near it right now, and I'm not trying to dox myself just yet, but uh, I have a strong connection with the water, and um, I think I was a fish or something during my past life. I don't know, but um, I definitely have to have the water to survive. i got a fish, and I have to uh, sail around on my sailboard, and I like to rollerblade too, so that's kind of weird. Yep. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think about how much um, sailing um, is like trading crypto too, and being uh, involved. I guess it, you know, in all walks of life, it's kind of like that. You just kind of go right. where it takes you. Yeah, you're sort of. Um, it's you're left up to where the wind blows you. Or yeah. The water. Exactly. Flow with the water. Yeah. And yeah, someone always reminds me of, oh, it's Dividend Raptor. Shout out to my homeboy. I love this guy. He's got a YouTube channel. You guys need to go check it out. He is, um, he always reminds me of that be water, you know, and that's the, you know, it's, um, what does be water mean, Tim, uh, Miss Yuki? Well, what yeah, is... thanks for using my name. No, I, I mean, I, to me, it means just, go with the flow just stop trying to fight the tides or 
Right. You know, just go with it. Yeah. And what Fomobi was saying was that, you know, in relation to the wind and trading, that, yeah, you're kind of, it's just sort of like up to, you know, the wind. Um, you, you pay attention to the direction of the wind and, and kind right. of take that into account whenever you're making your um whenever you're setting your path your navigation yeah that's true um are we is everything good yeah okay you were just looking out there it's getting noisy out there there's kids talking out there okay everything's fine that's fine they can talk um yeah we're gonna have to edit this part because i'm i've totally just faded out like I've lost my. Well, I think for some reason that. I like sh- I shouted out uh, the Raptor dude, and it just totally blew my mind. Like I just got completely distracted. Okay. I don't know why. It's weird. I think is it's, it weird? You know what? What it was is I'm like, oh man, if I shout him out, I need to shout out my friend Mongo because okay, he's also well, we one of my stop. homies. We can stop there. Oh man, I, that's the thing with like. It's, it's F- not easy being a social butterfly is it Yuki? yeah it's not because i there's so many people on here that i love and and you know that are supportive of me and my wife and i don't i can't do ffs anymore because it kills me when i leave someone out so you know i i get a lot of the same feelings but you know what um there's always another friday coming around so I keep doing it. Just have fun with it, man. Don't take, don't make it so much pressure. I know. Yeah. He overthinks. People are going to love you as long as you're doing your thing. Right. Don't worry about leaving somebody out. They know. If they don't, then they ought to. Right. They know. Yeah, that's true. And that's the point is, you know, I keep coming back to this when I get down. It's like, just it goes back to what you said about just keep swimming just be yourself and be the best self you could be i guess right yeah sounds good and and, um who was it somebody said if you spend your whole life trying to make everybody else happy you'll never be happy yourself that's that's something you need to think of too just do your thing and and don't worry too much about um satisfying you know others you can't make everybody happy and yourself right Right. Yeah, I think I get caught up in the, um, I want everyone to like me, you know, and I get really upset if I think I upset someone. Unless I feel like they're attacking one of my friends, and then I just want to, like, just, like, destroy them. You know what I mean? And I got to get in touch with that and see what that's about, because the person I apologized to was, you know, it was like a, a trolling thing they were doing. And I felt like they were attacking, you know, someone. I think it was, um, I don't know, I'm not going to get into names, but I like. I just felt like I ripped them a new one. And, you know, I, I need to kind of tone that shit down because this is all just fun. And, um, you know, and it goes also talking about, like, the, the B-Cash hate thing. I was all aboard that, like, you know, fuck B-Cash and all that. And I would tweet that shit out all the time. Not all the time, but enough. And... My wife, I almost doxed your name again. That's okay. My wife said to me, why are you doing that? Like, why are you giving this thing that you hate a platform? You know, don't give it attention. And when people are trolling or whatever, don't feed the trolls, I guess. And that's kind of different than what I'm saying about, you know, the Bcash hate thing. But uh, I don't know. I'm rambling at this point. Yeah, no, you just need to keep your thoughts positive. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. focus on negative people or... right." things right 
Yep, and those kind of people are always going to be around. You're going to... But you know that, obviously. I mean, those people are going to come in and out of your life. Right, right. The people that want to... I don't think everyone's intentions are to harm, necessarily, is what I'm trying to learn. You know, some people just want attention, and maybe that's the only way they know how. Maybe they aren't in love with themselves or have love in their lives, and maybe their only way of getting attention is through, you know, hating on others. And, you know... Um, I don't know if you should give them attention or not. I don't know how how to play that, you know? Well, um, go, growing up, I kind of went through a rough patch where I, you know, we moved a lot of, around a lot when I was a kid and uh, kind of followed the work with, you know, uh, my parents needing, you know, to provide for us kids. And um, so it was difficult for me at points to make friends. And... Um, I did, you know, experience some bullying. It wasn't anything that's like, uh, you know, that notable. But I remember my mother saying to kill him with kindness. And uh, yeah. you're certainly someone I think has that capability. You, you can, you can turn the other cheek uh, and just be good, good back to somebody. And sometimes that, uh, that you know, does exactly what you would imagine it does. They just want. Um, a little bit of attention whether it be you know positive or negative and uh doing it doing it your way and, and being kind is is certainly the best way to attack it yeah i think you're right i think that's important and i think that maybe that the you know the the negative uh reaction is maybe what uh pe some of those people are hoping for or want and uh, maybe trying to break that cycle is what's important and to show them just unconditional you know love i think is probably the better better way to handle it you know i don't think you have to uh coddle everyone necessarily but yeah you don't have to um i don't know feed into the no if you don't have anything to say anything good to say don't don't say anything right good point i should probably stop talking then <laughs> now and how did you and i how did you and i meet i know that you know I, I just remember seeing that little blue uh avatar um you know interacting with you and i don't remember how did we start interacting on twitter i would have to i would have to look back and, and look into that i hadn't i hadn't paid it much notice it was just we kind of came into the same area the same space and um gelled so we got along and that's yeah. that's that that's cool it's cool how that works out you know it's funny how you just i guess it's like at school or something and you just sort of maybe laugh at the same joke and you kind of like go oh this person you know we have the same sense of humor you know maybe we clicked on that or, or music or something like that but and i i think that's the point is in what i try to do on my account my euclid account is i i just use twitter as my dream board and i throw out everything and that's kind of two different things um you know i threw out that i want to do a podcast and here i am doing a podcast and one of the reasons was because someone it was monkey actually x mongo x my my close homie said to me there ain't nothing to it but to do it and uh, his advice is you know partly as to why I'm doing this right now so shout out to him and it it just feels like um, 
you know, like uh, I've totally just faded just out lost again. It? Yeah, I faded mm-hmm. out. <laughs> just feels right. Yeah, feels right. <laughs> Um, but oh, I was going to point out that you know by doing that, by throwing yourself out there, and just you know hold, not holding anything back, is how you can meet all these amazing and interesting people. You know, you can be scared and not you know tweet your feelings, and you're not going to really meet the true people out there. You know, and that's the thing about going back to like what why shit posting is so fucking important on crypto Twitter. Because that's how you meet the true people, the real, you know, the true, true. Also, it goes back to why you need to just let go of fear. Right. That's what holds yeah. you back from doing the things yeah. that you should be doing or the things that will move you forward. Right. Yep. That's That's been a struggle of mine is to, um, and that's another reason I uh, admire you is uh, you, you, are a little bit undignified and you've di- you seem to have ditched your pride. And, oh, well, thank you. And... I'm glad you admire me. <laughs> I think he was talking about me, honey. Uh, what? Well, both of you guys. No are, kidding. You're one and the same. But uh, I think that that's really important. That's something that I have often struggled with is to to leave the pride behind and just um, not be afraid to ask for help or, or to ask questions. And um, you guys, uh, you know, are, are kind of putting yourselves out there doing this podcast and, and – uh, you know, I guess letting everybody else into your life by um, starting dialogue with them—that's that's always been tricky for me. So, well, I think giving people because I grew up scared, and I was the kid who wouldn't ask questions in class, and and because of that, like I can't spell right now, and <laughs> and or math, and I don't math very well, and I don't really know much about geography, and I don't really read all that much. Um, but for some reason, um, I seem to know a lot of shit and I don't know why. That's because I'm in your life. Well, that, but, um, I feel like I'm just, I want to give people out there the, the voice. I want people to know that to, to, to be yourself, ask questions, say what the hell it is that you want to say. Yes, you're going to hurt people's feelings. Yes, you're going to offend people. Yes, you're going to, uh, be possibly, um laughed at but i think the point is for me is that i have been given a second chance at life by getting sober because i was near death and i feel like now is the time to be alive and the only way i know how to be alive is just truly honestly just live you know to my you know just just be just be me i'm gonna be me I, I I can't you know add anything to that. That's exactly right. That's that's um, what we're doing here. And even though we hide behind um, avatars, I mean there's there's reason for that too. But um, there's a little bit of who we are in those you know um, anonymous personas. So yeah, I think there's more of who I am there than sometimes who I am in real life almost. You know, I almost feel like I'm more me. You know, uh, you know, maybe I am wearing a mask on there and maybe, you know, I eventually will be taking it off, but uh, it's given me the confidence to be myself because I get feedback, 
you know, I throw myself out there, I make stupid comments, or I make whatever, make silly podcasts, and people say they like it. So it kind of gives me the, the confidence to just continue being myself, I guess. And uh, I'm just thankful for everyone that, you know, has ever said any kind words to me and, and um, you know, and you, Famobi, and everyone that I've met. And I just, yeah, just you guys, like, literally, uh, you know, drive me and are help keeping me sane, really, you know. I appreciate that. Same goes to you. I want to um, always be a, a supporter of people that are out doing the right thing and, and have their focuses in the right place. And, um, you know, that's that's the same path that I'm on. So uh, not that I expect it in return, but that's kind of what I look for in return. Um, it's good to have uh, these networks that we're building and not necessarily have them as a crutch they don't make us what we are but to um have them to build ourselves to be better so yeah we well always said. have our support yeah yep. thank Definitely. you yeah for for from now and to eternity <laughs> all right well i feel like we just hit an hour and i think this is Again, I, every episode is my favorite episode, and the one with um, the one we just had with Crypto Gay Guy was so good. But this one, honestly, is on. I guess they're just all different and, and good yeah. in their own ways. But I've, you can't compare them. Yeah, that's the problem I'm having. Is like I, I feel like I don't know what I feel like right now. I'm kind of I, confused. I want to say, say something to that. There isn't there isn't one of these episodes that I've listened to yet that I haven't come away with learning something so oh, uh, wow you're just gonna yeah. you're gonna make me cry because <laughs> i appreciate that and that's all i all i'm trying to do is just make people think and make people ask questions uh to themselves and i want people to question themselves and and what they're taught and you know what they think they know about themselves and maybe you know uh maybe buy some cryptos along the way too i don't know but um <laughs> yeah, we gotta shill it <laughs> yeah but um, yeah, I don't. You know, the crypto thing is just a. It's just a, a, a gateway, I guess, for me to. Um, it's given me the ability to do this, because I wouldn't have done it otherwise. I found a group of people that I like, and we're all like-minded. We all have the same goal of trying to, um, you know, take our our power back. I always say that, take the power back. I, I I'm sick of that cliche, but it's true, and um, you know, I just want to. I'm just I want to live in a world where I'm not fearful of my government and I'm not fearful of not that I'm fearful of them now, you know, but I just want to feel like that we have control of the ship basically. Yeah. That that makes absolute sense. I mean, it uh, I'll come right out and say it there are aspects of it that I am fearful of. I I worry that uh we're not going to be making the right choices, but um it goes also to what I said earlier. I'm just trying to be patient and just doing doing my thing for now. And I know that it's all gonna um, it's all gonna uh, smooth itself out. Might be going through uh, what we consider a rough patch, but then if we look back at history, what we've got right now is a lot better than what some people had to deal with too. So I, I agree awesome. with that. That's a very good point. We're that... fearful now though because we have an 18 year old yeah. male. Uh, 
yeah so we're a little bit worried about you know what could happen that makes you know where we don't have the ability to say you know uh you know i guess the draft or whatever uh, would be really heartbreaking if for we, me yeah you know well i i served so um i want to uh you know put this kind of confidence in you guys that um, I wouldn't be who I am had I not served, and there's a lot of good things that came out of it. Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't all um, peaches and cream, but there was um, aspects of it that uh, I can't say I would have gotten anywhere else. I mean, the right. camaraderie that I built with some of the people I served with, um, some of the life lessons that I learned. Um, right. And um, the 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 worst thing you can do is is go into it fearing it so right i guess that's you know i wanted to join the military and for some reason it just didn't happen for me um i'm not you know i'm not anti you know obviously we need our fighting heroes yeah. i just you know, want i just people don't, to be able to make their own choice yeah you know? i don't want my son to be Have thrown to into go. war though because my yeah. you know my my wife's stepfather was in vietnam her grandfather served in Korea and Vietnam, and the stories that they've told... I think it messed them up. It messed them up so severely bad. You know, they went to war, and I'm not anti the military. I'm pro-military. We, we need to, to have these, like I said, these heroes protect, helping to protect us. But I'm anti-war, and I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to be part of a war, and especially if it's a war you know that i don't approve of support yeah. i don't think there's any war that that, yeah. that should be bad. should be yeah it would be a lot easier if we could just uh identify the bad actors and just take them out instead of these people that are um forced to do their bidding i, right. I agree with that yeah and i i just you know it's really hard for me to you know know what i know about vietnam and um which is just from you know firsthand uh uh, stories from you know the people. the people in my life that um i'm just really you know that's something that i can't fathom and i can't accept uh sending my child into so yeah. that's um that's kind of where i'm at on that subject but um you know like you said and like you know my wife just keeps reminding me it's the fear you know and i think we're doing the right thing just you and i us three talking right now and the hopefully more than five or six people that may listen to this <laughs> you know hopefully hopefully you know we're changing some yeah you know I, i'm not necessarily changing anything but uh, just i don't Making know people think. yeah i mean i'm hoping yeah. that that we, we're just we're doing the right thing here that's it that's all i want to say there, there's no denying it. What we're doing is what everybody needs to be doing, and that's um, having civil discussion and, and conversing and being open to um, different points of view. So, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and it's you know that's the point here. It is that's this is what this is. It's just talking, and I think you know um, people don't talk, and that's why wars happen. You know, possibly. Um, communication people communication yeah, break, breakdown of communication is, is absolutely number one yeah for so, why. and we just have to keep on talking just like was it dory was it dory from uh the the fishy movie 
Nemo. She said, keep talking, right? Or was it swimming? Swimming. Oh. <laughs> I thought she was like, talking, talking, talk, keep talking. But she did talk a lot. She talked all the she time. Did. And oh, because yeah. of that, she survived. So there you go. Yep. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you watch um, Ellen at all? No, I'm a fan of Ellen, uh, but I don't watch her show. Okay. My wife catches it, and every once in a while I'll, get, I'll be home and watch it, too. Somebody that I also admire deeply. I do, too. She's, she's got it going on, man. She sure does, and I um, I have a weird – and I, I hate to keep like bringing it back to me because my wife always tells me that I always bring it back you to do. me. But <laughs> since we're on the subject of me – Of you. Um, <laughs> I want to tell a story real quick. The weird experience I have with Ellen was I had a dumb joke that went kind of viral for some reason. Um, a, a crypto Twitter personality, it was like Crypto Morty or somebody like that. He's a pretty big account, and it, somehow he went away. I don't know what happened, but he's probably back with someone else. He posted a meme of the Statue of Liberty next to Owen Wilson. And it said, I can't remember what the joke oh, was, great. but my response was, you know, oh, that's Keith Urban or something. It was like when the Statue of Liberty, when you realize that the Statue of Liberty looks like Keith Urban or something like that. And it was a picture of Owen Wilson. And my joke, my response was, that's not Keith Urban. That's Ellen DeGeneres, which, you know, uh, what it was that Owen Wilson up there. OK, so anyway, it was like for some reason that stupid response went viral because someone it just went it kept going retweeting 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 even my dumb you know comment and um i don't know why i'm telling this story but either. that's my connection to ellen degeneres so <laughs> i like it yeah and um what else about you oh what else do you guys want to know because i love talking about me <sighs> i want to know um Let's see. What is something I want to know about Yuki? Yeah. Make a list of questions. Yeah, I need to do that. I need to come prepared next time because I do have questions. Okay. I'm an open book. You know that. There's literally nothing you could ask me that I won't answer, and that's the God's honest truth. What made you decide that this was going to be the format for your podcast? What what made you think that this was, was the right way to attack it? format meaning uh just talking about life yeah just not um staying so specific to um crypto and uh, getting more involved in the people that occupy the space because i don't know that much about crypto okay and um it doesn't really interest me that much uh it is interesting and i'm obviously a bitcoin uh evangelist if you want to call that even though i'm not i don't you know preach the word or anything but i'm pro 100 percent. i believe i'm a believer not a you know evangelist i guess you'd say uh you know and i also believe in some of the others um but other altcoins but um the reason i went this way is because this was what feels comfortable to me i like to have conversations with people i feel um happiest and the most alive when i'm talking to other people we're people watchers so i feel like we could spend a whole afternoon just watching people oh, and I trying to figure out them 
my wife and I do the same exact thing. I, I know it's like maybe it's bad in ways because in some in some views it could be passing judgment, but right. we love to do that. We try and delve into somebody's life without even yeah. talking to them. Which is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy right there, you can tell that he, you know, he is yeah. like, you know, an asshole. I can just tell by his shoes that that guy's an asshole. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've got to get all four of us together sometime to people watch. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and speaking on that, like, I'm just, I feel the so overwhelming desire to actually, like, meet up with at least some our inner circle. Like, at some point, we've got to. And we've got. I, hey, my idea was the Crypto Cruise. What is that? Crypto Cruise. I threw out Crypto Cruise to yeah. Yuki. Oh, okay. And then next thing you know, he's tweeting about it. Like, it's his original idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crypto Cruise. And we would have to vet people somehow. I mean, you know, we can't let all those crazy people in there. But... Yeah, keep it exclusive. Yeah. You're not... I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this also. I do better with the smaller crowds. Um, oh, yeah. I'm, me too a little bit of a recluse when it comes to that i like to um, be able to focus on just you know a few rather than a big massive party so yeah i think uh my wife and i are the same way on that we're leos both yeah, of we're us shy. we're very shy though and even though you know we we roar when we need to but uh we well we're shy but when we're comfortable we're we're loud right right when we're comfortable when we feel like we're with people that accept us maybe yeah i don't know but um yeah i guess we're the same way so it, on this cruise i'm not going to be up on the stage you know leading the show we'll have to get another performer to do that <laughs> i think i have one in like, mind yeah we, we know a pretty good performer don't we <laughs> which one who are we talking about oh come on I'm gonna should let... i write it down for you yeah, if you write it down, say I'll, it. I'll say it. Say it, say it. Right, she's I'm writing it down. Saying. She's writing it down. And again, we're circle jerking. I mean, that's this what the show's turned into, like our little click. But um, <laughs> it's kind of my passion right now, and I believe in my 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 family because that's what you guys are. I'm sorry to say this, but I, you know, I just and, said that a family vacation. Yeah, and, and you again stole my stuff. Right, and you know, <laughs> but I want to bring crypto gay guy. <laughs> That's okay. I love him too. Okay. He's but a good soul for he, sure. He is. He's so, so amazing. I need you to, if you haven't listened to his episode, I'm not trying to shill my episode, but God, I want people to hear he this man. Did you hear it from uh, Obi? Uh, no, I haven't. I hadn't yeah. heard it yet. I think you okay. guys recorded it just the other day, correct? Yeah. Last night, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Or was yeah. it the night before? Uh, two two nights ago. Oh, yeah. We were but doing some crazy it, live thing. and Yeah. It's on my list. Okay. Please listen to that because I want people to, you know, especially people that, you know, I respect and care about, which is you, Famobi. I want you to hear it. And I want um, people to just hear this guy because he's, he's amazing. And, uh, you know, just that's all I'm going to say. Just listen because this guy. Are you going to show Famobi on the next? Of course I am. Oh, okay, good, good. I'm going to show everybody that I love. and <laughs> Don't. Don't show me until I buy some of my own bags, okay? Let yeah. me get in well first. <laughs> yeah, and that's the next thing. On is, Tickle Bitties? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to buy me on Tickle Bitties. <laughs> tickle Bitties. We've got, we've got our work cut out for us, there's no doubt. Right. We just got plugging away and um, taking it one bite at a time. You don't eat an elephant all at once, so. Yeah. That's true. Good point. Or a sperm whale. Exactly, because those things are huge. 
And um, with that, let's call it. I think I think our eight-year-old wants our attention and needs something from us. So, all right, guys, let's in there. Get, get back to the fam, and I'll do the same. I really appreciate you guys uh, giving me the time of day to come on here and chat with you and, and learn a little bit more about each of you. And uh, excited for the future. Well, certainly. thank you too, and thank you being so accepting of me yeah and and yeah and thank you for sharing your story and and thank you for coming on and um yeah let's uh let's keep doing what we're doing you got it man all right buddy all right talk to you guys later all right bye bye, bye.